The case we'll discuss today is Evelyn May Boswell. This case is just now going through media and the courts. Um, so it's a case we're going to have to address in the future again. But it's garnered so much attention, I feel it necessary to walk through the timelines and to tell you what we know so far. Now, what I wanted to go through here is the timeline of Evelyn's disappearance. All right. Since the beginning, Evelyn's disappearance has been clouded in confusion. Sullivan County authorities said the case is complicated, but vowed to continue searching until they find the missing tot. February the 18th of this year, Sullivan County authorities opened up an investigation in Evelyn May Boswell's disappearance after her grandfather, Tommy Boswell Sr., reportedly called the Tennessee Department of Children's Services to report the child missing. Authorities initially said the case did not meet the criteria for an Amber Alert, but later that evening they confirmed the criteria had been met and issued the alert. February 19, 2020, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation announced that certain family members claimed they hadn't seen Evelyn since around Christmas of 2019. Authorities said that Evelyn's parents... Maggie Boswell and Ethan Perry are involved in the investigation. Neither parent has been named a suspect. February the 20th, Maggie's former boyfriend, Hunter Wood, told News 5 that he has never seen or met Evelyn. He said that uh, they had been together uh, on and off relationship through end of November, uh, December. Uh, Wood claimed that Maggie Boswell told him the baby was in Louisiana with the father for the Christmas break. Law enforcement has not confirmed the accuracy of that statement. February 21st, Sheriff Cassidy said during a press conference that the child was actually last seen on December 10th and the 11th by a babysitter. He added that Maggie Boswell gave numerous conflicting statements. Cassidy announced that authorities were looking for people in a 2007 gray BMW. He said police wanted to talk to individuals in connection with Evelyn. Sheriff Cassidy, along with several businesses, donated money to a reward to help fund the uh, help fund Evelyn. Cassidy added he thinks Evelyn is alive but could be in imminent danger. Hours after the news conference, Maggie Boswell told News 5 that she knew who had her baby but couldn't reveal any names due to an ongoing investigation. Authorities arrested Maggie, Boswell mother, Ma Maggie Boswell's mother, Angela Boswell, and a man identified as William McLeod in North Carolina. Both were found inside a stolen gray BMW and charged with theft. Tommy Boswell Sr. told News 11 that he donated $10,000 to Evelyn's re reward fund he confirmed that he called DCS and reported Evelyn missing. Tommy Boswell Sr. said he last saw Evelyn during Thanksgiving of 2019. Now, February 24th of 2020, Angela Boswell and William McLeod appear in a North Carolina courtroom and agreed to extradition back to Tennessee. Both Angela Boswell and William McLeod told a judge they had no idea the BMW had been reported stolen Angela Boswell said she thought the car was a gift from her daughter. Online court records indicate that the BMW belongs to Wood's mother. Both Angela Boswell and William McLeod said they had no idea where Evelyn was. They did not have the child with them. And uh, 
Angela Boswell said she's ready to return to Tennessee to resolve this issue. Now, Maggie Boswell, which is the infant's mother, told News Channel 11 that her mother took Evelyn to a silver camper at a campground in Mendota, Virginia. She claimed authorities were not taking her seriously. Sullivan County authorities reportedly confirmed to News Channel 11 that the investigators searched several different campgrounds in Mendota and could not find Evelyn. I was trying to protect my mom, maybe in hopes, oh well, she just tell them where Evelyn was, but obviously she's not going to, Maggie Boswell said, explaining why she did not report her daughter missing. Now, on February the 25th, Maggie Boswell revealed to News 11 that authorities would not let her take a polygraph test because she is pregnant. The Sullivan County Sheriff's Office stated that they do not use polygraph, according to News Channel 3 in Memphis. Sullivan County authorities arrest Maggie Boswell for giving false statements that hindered the investigation. On February 26th, authorities search a pond in North Carolina for Evelyn, but find nothing. Now, as we end February out on, on the 28th, the reward fund for information leading to the safe return of Evelyn reaches over 60000 Tips lead investigators to the Lakeshore RV Park in Sullivan County, which reportedly belongs to Tommy Boswell Sr. It's unclear what was found in connection to the toddler's disappearance. I believe maybe a pillow uh, and some styrofoam of some kind. Zachary Warfield, who lives in one of the mobile homes on the property, told WJHL that investigators spent about 15 to 20 minutes at his trailer where they dug in a spot of some soft ground beneath the trailer. He said they removed something from underneath the trailer, putting it in, into a brown bag and carting it away. A Kentucky Fried Chicken employee said that she served Evelyn, her grandmother Angela Boswell, and the grandmother's boyfriend William McLeod two to three weeks ago. Police did not confirm the accuracy of the sighting. I'm not sure on how much ground that would hold, that, that sighting. March the 2nd, Maggie Boswell, the infant's mother, Evelyn's mother, remains in jail after a judge denies a bond reduction request. She remained, at this time, she re remains behind bars on a $25,000 bond. Now, we'll, we'll get to some more information here on that. Uh, March the 3rd, Sullivan County authorities announce that certain family members are aggravated that the police keep asking them questions and searching their property. We just want to find Evelyn, and that's our main concern and our top priority. And it seems like they've gotten aggravated at us for checking areas or just asking questions that doesn't make, make much sense to me. That is Sheriff Jeff Cassidy of Sullivan County. Now, March the 4th, Angela Boswell appears for a court hearing on the car theft charges, which she says is nothing more than a civil matter, and the Evelyn Fund reaches over 70000 Now, Evelyn is described as a white female with blue eyes, blonde hair, she weighs 28 pounds and stands two, two feet tall. She was last seen pink shoes, pink track suit, and a pink bow. Now, as we go through this timeline, we look here that we've noticed we're toward it at the, the March the 4th. Now, I want to look at some of the, the separate issues inside this timeline now. We've got... Hunter Wood, now according to Angela Boswell, Megan was living with Hunter Wood, her boyfriend, until the day after 
the Amber Alert went out when he asked her to vacate his property. Now, this is some of the information that Hunter Wood gave the media. He says, all I've seen is pictures of her. I've never even seen the baby, Hunter Wood told the station. I have no relationship with that child whatsoever. Law, enfor law enforcement agencies in Tennessee are asking for the public's help to find Evelyn May Boswell. The child's mother, Megan Maggie Boswell, has been involved in the investigation along with the father, Ethan Perry, who is active duty in the military, stationed in Louisiana. Neither parent reported Evelyn missing. Captain Andy Seabold, a spokesman for the Southern County Sheriff's Office, told an in insider that it was a, a different family member who had reported that they hadn't seen the baby in months. And we know that that is Tommy Boswell Sr. Now, Wood, Hunter Wood, told the station he met Boswell and she applied for a job at his restaurant, which is Hunter T's Chicken Shack in Bluntville, Tennessee. They had an on and off again relationship throughout December. Now, it is confirmed that the day after the Amber Alert went out, Hunter Wood had asked Maggie Boswell, the child's mother, to vacate his property. Now, he says the relationship never got serious enough for him to notice any red flags, he said. Wood said that uh, she had told him the toddler was staying with Perry while he was home on military leave for Christmas. He said he saw Maggie Boswell two days ago and hasn't heard from her since, according to the station. Now, this was back... In February. Now, I could see where that would be a believable story through Christmas. But what about January? What about February? Because the Amber Alert didn't go out until the 18th. So he thinks that the child's father has the child through the holidays. Uh, Wood, Boswell, and Perry didn't immediately respond to the insider's request for comment. Um, of course, Megan Boswell's been vilified on Facebook by users demanding to know where her daughter is. She hasn't posted on that platform since September when she uploaded several pictures of Evelyn and shared posts about missing children. Uh, on September the 6th of last year, Boswell posted about challenges in her life and Evelyn's unconditional love. Quote, I'm not the best mom in the world, but I try so hard for this little beauty, she wrote, added. You can say whatever you want about me being a young mom, but I promise you my life is so much better with this angel. My life wasn't ruined when I had her. She gave me a purpose and a reason to wake up every day to better myself. There's no love like the love from your child. Now, also, uh, Hunter Wood gave an interview with the local station, and there's several videos on YouTube that you can watch his interview is very disturbing. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, on his interview, on, on several of the, the videos that break down, the, the how he looks down, he tries to distance himself from the situation, he gives long-winded and confusing answers and, and adds, adds extra mumbled, jumbled words in there that don't matter. And, and to me, makes tries to make him sound smarter, uh, to his knowledge, uh, as well, um, just mixing the words up. And uh, in the interview, he says, I never seen it, referring to the baby. Now, he corrects himself on the baby being it. Uh, I just think he's trying to, to distance himself, and I don't think it makes him look... Uh, 
very credible. But you've got Hunter Wood is the boyfriend of Maggie Boswell, the child's mother. You've also got William McLeod and Angela Boswell, which is Angela Boswell is Maggie's mother, which is Evelyn's grandmother. You got William McLeod, which is the boyfriend of Angela Boswell. And we'll get into some of what he said in just a minute. We'll be right back. Now, Angela Boswell and William McLeod. Angela Boswell is the grandmother of Evelyn May Boswell, the missing 15-month-old toddler. William McLeod is her boyfriend. Uh, as he was being extradited back from North Carolina, both of them, McLeod's family had talked with a bail bondsman, and basically this bail bondsman has come out and asked him, and he says, McLeod claims to have only seen the missing child uh, two times once when he and Evelyn's grandmother Angela Boswell began dating and at some point last November I just asked him if he knew where the baby was and Bishop said with his phone conversation with McLeod and he made a comment that the baby's mother knows where the baby is and it, it just seems like it, like she which is Megan trying to pawn it off on Angela which is Megan's mother McLeod reportedly told Bishop over the phone that he visited his grandmother in Wilkes County, North Carolina a week ago near a pond searched uh, by the authorities, which I'd already told you about. Um, Bishop states that McLeod had offered to take a polygraph, and he had also, he mentioned that he had offered, uh, or had offered to take a polygraph and had given his DNA to authorities as well. Now, McLeod states he just wants his focus. His focus is on help finding the little girl like everyone else's focus should be. Um, so McLeod claimed he and Angela were not aware that the BMW was sought by authorities in connection to uh, Evelyn's investigation. They didn't know it was stolen uh, or they didn't know the car hadn't been paid for. Um, the arrangements was that they were help, they were paying for the car and then all of a sudden the car got reported stolen on the 20th. Um, the way McLeod puts it, I guess that Angela and her daughter have tried to make an attempt to, to reconnect the relationship so Angela can be involved with the child's life. Uh, what what uh, Williams said is that the mother would never make the baby available for them to visit or to see the baby or anything like that. Um, basically, we pray for her and hope that she's found safe. And it seems that... Uh, this according to the bail bonds, it seems that that's William's goal, William and McLeod's goal as well, to help find her and make sure that she returns home safely. Uh, but he did make the comment that the child's mother does know where the baby is. Now, on March the 6th, the news comes that everyone has been expecting but is totally devastated by and uh, the authorities believe that they have found the body of Evelyn May Boswell, the Tennessee toddler who went missing in December, but was not reported missing until February. Now, on Friday, investigators discovered human remains they believe belonged to the missing 15-month-old 
at a Bluntville, Tennessee property belonging to a family member of Evelyn's mother, Maggie Maggie Boswell, age 18, the TBI said. Authorities called the grim discovery a heartbreaking update in their investigation. An autopsy was done. The investigation remains open, but basically the autopsy has confirmed that the remains are that of missing 15-month-old Evelyn May Boswell. Uh, the TBI states that new information prompted them to search that Bluntville property. Uh, quote, this evening as part of an ongoing investigation into the disappearance of Evelyn May Boswell and acting on new information developed in the case, TBI agents and detectives with the Sullivan County Sheriff's Office searched a property belonging to a family member of Evelyn's mother, Megan Boswell, in the 500 block of Muddy Creek Road in Bluntville, the TBI said. During the search, investigators discovered human remains believed to be those of the missing 15-month-old girl. Now, in the meantime of, of this, uh, Angela Boswell, the grandmother, she has been able to post bond, and then several days later, William McLeod had posted bond. Now, his video of him leaving the jail that day was on, of course, the news local news stations were there. And if you listen to this video, after he gets in the car, after he shuts the door, I believe that his tip is the one that led investigators to where they found the baby. Not necessarily that he knew exactly where it was, but I believe throughout conversation he had had that he knew the property, possibly, of where it was. So if you listen to this video, turn your volume all the way up. He, he gets in the car, he's backing up. You can hear singing that sounds like 543 under the sycamore tree. And, of course, the body of Evelyn Boswell was found in the 500 block of Muddy Creek Road in Bluntville. Now, it was said on the news that it was found in a, in a building, an outbuilding of some kind. But it's just listen to that. Tell me what you hear. To me, I can hear it. It says 543 under the sycamore tree. It's just, it's very creepy. But it wasn't much later after his release that that tip came in. Now, you know what? It, it could be, could have been anybody. No, no one's saying exactly who... Uh, who gave the tip, but watch the video of him leaving and listen and just see what you think. It's just of him leaving the, the facility. Uh, you know, people can say what they will. They can, they can, they can pass judgment. They can say, you know, who's guilty and who's guilty of what and whatever. I'm just trying to look at what's been told so far. We don't know what the grandmother knew. We don't know what the mother knew. We don't really. We don't know much of anything right now. But we do know that the child was in the care of its mother, Maggie Boswell, and she lived with Hunter Wood. Uh, investigators initially launched a search for Evelyn at a North Carolina pond last month, hours after Maggie was arrested by the Sullivan County Sheriff's Office on one count of false reporting. She is being held now on a $150,000 bond. Uh, 
they had, once the body was found, they had an emergency bond hearing and a TBI agent had testified that Maggie had made culpable statements to the disappearance of her daughter, which then caused the judge to increase the bond on the false reporting to 150. Now, Evelyn was last seen sometime in December, according to the TBI. She wasn't officially reported missing until February. Police have said that Maggie, ha they, that she has given them conflicting and inaccurate information about the little girl's whereabouts, but they have stated that it, what the infant was found in, in her, when they found her remains, what they found her in was exactly what her mother said she was last wearing when she went missing. So there's always some truths in some of these lies that are told. We just have to figure out which is truth and which is a lie. Now, authorities first learned Evelyn was missing after hearing from her grandfather, who stated he had not seen the toddler since the holidays. Now, of course, in an interview with WJHL, Maggie said she believed her mother kidnapped the child, took her to a campground in Virginia. We know that's not true. Um, she just went around and around and around and around with just statements that made no sense. Um, now, the child's grandmother, Angela, ha and, and William McLeod had been arrested on stolen property charges. That is it. I'm not certain how stolen they thought that car was when they took it. I'm really not. It's... Um, the car belonged to Hunter Wood's mother, and they were under the assumption that they were buying it, or Megan was buying it. Now, neither McLeod or, or Angela Boswell have been charged with anything in the kidnapping, and authorities, they've not made much comment on Maggie's allegations. So, Angela McLeod, both Tennessee residents, were found in North Carolina in the BMW, which authorities had previously announced was a vehicle of interest. Uh, of course, neither of them has entered a plea. Um, during a press conference following the little girl's arrest, Je uh, Jeff Casty and said authorities are still unable to determine what happened to the toddler and still continue to accuse Maggie of lying to authorities. Every time we talk to her, her story changes, Casty said, and I'm serious about that. Every single time. So what do we have? What do we have? We have a bunch of bullshit stories from the mother. But here's what we've got. We've got a 15-month-old toddler that was last seen around December the 10th or the 11th by the babysitter. That's the last confirmed sighting. We've got a mother that goes months without reporting her child missing. And we have a grandfather, which is Tommy Boswell Sr., that finally calls Children Protective Services, which finally gets the ball rolling on a missing persons report. So we got a 15-month-old child that had been missing for months and wasn't reported missing till February the 18th. Maggie Boswell, Evelyn's mother, is 18 years old. She starts going on with stories about her mom and taking the baby, her mom not being... Uh, letting her see the baby, her, her being scared of her mom. And then, so that's where the story of, they're in this BMW. Then uh, my daughter's with us. She's told, the bottom line, she's told so many lies that she's basically implemented. And like the TBS said, she has made herself, these statements are, are culpable statements into her guilt.
of knowing something. The fact that she stated lies and inconsistencies tells investigators that she knows something. So that's why this case is difficult to cover because we don't know anything. Here's what we know. We know that the child was missing as last seen in the middle of December 10th. We know that the grandfather had reported missing to DCS in February. We know that the mother has lied on everybody around her about having the baby, from the father to her mother to whomever. She's made many, many, many false statements to police. She is charged with reporting false statements and hindering prosecution. Her mother, her mother's boyfriend, had been arrested for having stolen property in the 2007 BMW. They are brought back to Tennessee. They have made bond. A tip comes in that they can find Evelyn May Boswell in the 500 block of Muddy Creek in Bluntville, Tennessee. Listen to the video of William McLeod leaving the jail. He could be saying something totally different. But at the very end, you got to listen close. It says, sounds like 543 under the sycamore tree. So, tip came in. TBI, Sullivan County followed up on the tip. They found the child's remains in the very outfit that the mother stated she was last seen in. I drove by the area that the child's remains were found and where the memorials were set up and literally the road was covered and packed with people out there with paying their respects. It was one of the craziest things in a good way that I've ever seen. I mean, people were everywhere. So an autopsy is being performed. We do know that an autopsy has confirmed that the remains found were that of Evelyn May Boswell, the 15-month-old missing out of Sullivan County, Tennessee. That, we also know, emergency bond hearing for uh, Maggie Boswell, that TBI testified she made culpable comments into the death of her child or the, her child being missing. The bottom line, she made culpable comments, which in turn caused the judge to raise her bond to $150,000. We are waiting on the cause of death. We are waiting on arrest to be made. When the cause of death comes, when arrests are made, we will do another episode and try our best to keep everybody updated on what's going on. But right now, Evelyn May Boswell, her remains have been found. An autopsy is being performed to see the cause of death. None of that's been released. This is the weekly podcast. Everybody's got a theory in a case like this, and emotions run high. I mean, the thin line between love and anger is, it's it's very thin. I live in the area, and uh, I had seen, now I understand people's anger in a case like this. When a child, I mean, 
No one ever wants to see anything bad happen to anybody ever. But when a child, someone that can't take care of themselves, that relies on somebody to take, relies on a person to take care of them, and when that person is suspected of doing something, is is especially heinous. But I seen two people in Walmart. The grandmother, Angela Boswell, she may be guilty, she may not be, but I'm telling you, there's no evidence right now stating that she is. She was found driving a BMW that her daughter said uh, that uh, her baby was in. So Maggie kind of looped her into that. I'm not saying she's not, but what I am saying is right now we don't know. But I seen two people in Walmart that supposedly normal kind people of society and they were spitting in her face and cussing her out like a dog you can say that's right you can say that's wrong whatever but me personally i don't agree with it i want to go over just some of the quotes uh, maggie boswell had given several interviews to uh, different news stations before her arrest um when uh she spoke to News Channel 11. Boswell said, Maggie Boswell said her mother, Angela, was babysitting Evelyn because she had to go to work. Uh, when News Channel 11, Ansley Daniel asked more about if she had any concerns of where she left Evelyn with her mom, she said, well, this is quote from Maggie Boswell. Well, she's my mom. I wanted to trust her. Well, I called her and she was just like, oh, she's safe like, you know, that kind of thing. Then she started threatening me, which, like I said, I'm not going to get into everything she threatened me with. You know, because I'm just not, but... And... Ansley then asked uh, when Boswell, when Megan thought something was seriously wrong. Just when she left and took off, just didn't answer the phone, Maggie said. Uh, Boswell described Evelyn as a good-hearted baby, very sweet. Maggie says, well, when she was six months old, she actually quit the bottle on her own and went straight to a sippy cup. She started walking probably around like 10 months. That was kind of hard, though, because she's not like small and is like underfed, you know what I'm saying. But she was like a preemie when she was born. She's like a smaller baby, and she kind of has trouble like balancing her weight, but she finally got a hold of it. She's starting to say a lot of words, and you know, she's very sweet. She loves everybody. She's never been mean ever, which I'm very thankful for. She's just a very good-hearted baby in general. Like, textbook, how you want a baby to be like, has hit every milestone early. You know what I mean, Boswell said. You know, you don't want to think of a mother, how young, how inexperienced, how shitty of a person that would harm their own child. You don't want to conceive it or think of it. You're, you can't hardly wrap your mind around it. I think that's what brings everybody's anger to the surface. And she has done herself no service whatsoever. And it is more than likely she is responsible for whatever happened to that child. Whatever happened, Maggie Boswell or Megan Boswell knows. Was it murder? Was it an accident? Was she covered up? We don't know yet. We don't know. Either way, it's something that, as, as a father, as a mother, you can't wrap your mind around a mother intentionally hurting their child. It's just something, it's something hard for us to do, I think. 
And I think that's what brings all of this emotion, whether it be grief, pain, anger, whatever it may be, it just brings it all out in a case like this. And it's a tragic case. And I hope we can get some answers soon because right now we don't know much. And hopefully we'll know more in the next month or so. I'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for going to your app or your internet and you type in the weekly podcast and you listen and there's a five star. Oh, and you want to hit it so bad you can't stand it. Or you want to put a review about how amazing uh, and how country and, and down to earth the, the host sounds and how intelligent. And oh my God, you could go on and on for days, but you don't have time. You got to work. You got to do other stuff. And it's like, just, well, anyway. So if you somewhat, semi, kind of like it, or if you don't, if you hear my voice, or if you don't actually click on it to hear my voice, but you see it, the weekly podcast, and you're on Apple or Stitcher or Google Play or iHeart or Spotify or on Anchor app themselves, wherever you're at, if it's a star, give me five of them. If it's a like a little, like I said, like donkey, give me five donkeys, What? Whatever the top, Mac, top of the line review. Now you don't have to give a review, just a, a five star or five checks or the the best, the the top of the line. Not one, not three, not four, but five. Please, I'm I'm struggling here. I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm hoping that every day that goes by. I become a better podcaster, and hopefully one day, one day, I can be maybe kind of funny sometimes. It's hard to mix funny and murder. Uh, it's I mean you kind of got to separate those two. I think you gotta. I think you got to be careful because you got family members that, of victims, family members of suspects of the guilty, and they all have feelings. They all love their family members, regardless if they were killed by somebody or if somebody done the killing. I think we just need to be aware of that. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about a review. I'm talking about the fact that one day I want to be on a 30-minute show that comes on after Payne Lindsay on the Oxygen Channel. I mean, we call it Hillbilly Murder. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, I don't care. what. It doesn't matter if I have a radio face or a podcast face. I'm ready for TV. Now, anyway, I, I find Payne Lindsay extremely interesting to listen to, and some people may not like him. I, I like just the tipters. tipsters. Uh, Sarah Turney is another one that's an amazing podcaster, amazing person. Um, True Crime Garage is a go-to. They don't talk to me, though. Um, Trace Evidence, Pachanko, an, an outstanding podcast. Unresolved, Wheeler, Whelan, Michael Whelan, another good one. Uh, so hopes one day maybe they hear this, they say, oh, well, this Jeremy with the Weekly Podcast is not bad. I might say something about him on mine. 
But I'm sure they want to listen to it first to make sure it don't sound like a complete jackass. So we just try to give it as uh, close to the facts as we can. We want to give the facts, but I might throw my opinion in there every now and then. And then sometimes I might throw something in. It's not even my opinion, and I don't even feel that way. But I'm going to say it. Maybe you start thinking. I don't know. But I just wonder what we want to talk about next week. Do I want to continue down the line of serial killers? Do you all like serial killers? Seems to be very interesting. People love the mind of a serial killer. What makes someone do what they do? That's why Robert Ressler and John Douglas are such... I would. Those two guys need to be my grandfathers, I'm telling you. Or my friends. I... I just love them guys, man. Just what they done, it's 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 just it blows my mind. And my mind's not even a serial killer mind. It, I ain't got the brains, I don't guess. But what they done, all jokes aside, I, I I I'm just amazed by it, and and it, it just amazes me how accurate they are on just human behavior, and it's 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 amazing how humans behave, how. I mean, you can probably, if someone watches what you do for a month, they could probably dictate your movements and exactly what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, how you're going to react, how you're going to say it. I mean, it's amazing. Human behavior is amazing. Maybe we can study more on that. Uh, maybe we can talk about Derek Todd Lee and his reign of terror on the Baton Rouge area, and Eugene Wafontaine, which was a, a episode series season on the killing fields, or the what was that right? Yeah, I think it was. Um, it was good. Eugene Wafontaine, that one, or I know they're doing a new podcast on the dating game killer, which is Rodney Akala. That get stuck in your head. This is the weekly podcast. Another case we'd looked at last week was the missing person of Tiffany Troll, 48-year-old woman out of uh, Jefferson County, Tennessee, was last seen in, in Knoxville. They have found her body down in Fort Loudon Lake. She was believed to have went in the Tennessee River there downtown, and that's right around the same area that they found her vehicle, right around the same area they found some of her clothing and her cell phone. And new reports had stated that a woman had called 911 somewhere in the 4 to 5 o'clock area, stating that she had seen someone in the river. That's why when... The call come in for Tiffany that law enforcement was able to react as fast as they did to that area because a woman had already reported seeing a something or someone in the water in that area. So we know with Tiffany Troll, they're not, they're stating that they do not believe foul play is involved. So we do not have all the answers in that case, but the Funeral has already been set. Receiving friends. It looks like they've done an autopsy. And uh, it looks like that there is no foul play involved. Now that is not 100%. They just, 
it's another one another one of those cases that it's it's something that's been going on kind of present time so you don't have a lot of the information i was just wanting to give you an update on it because at the time it was it was a very strange case and we still don't have all the answers but we do know she entered the Tennessee River in the downtown area. We know with the currents and things like that, the way they are, if you know anything about the Tennessee River, it runs and creates Fort Loudon Lake because of Fort Loudon Dam and then continues on. So they were able to, I think it was Condon Park, Condon Park that they had found uh, her remains, a uh, fisherman had found her remains under a dock there, which Tiffany Troll, 48 years old, her remains were found in Fort Loudon Lake. And they're not, they do not believe foul play is involved. This is the weekly podcast.